What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. So today we are going to be talking about something that you might not think of when you think of dieting and weight loss. So before we get into it, I want you to sit here and I want you to ask yourself, when I think of dieting and my weight loss goal, what is it that I think of? Okay, so for the majority, what you might think of is eating hard-boiled eggs, egg whites, cottage cheese, quote-unquote these really like healthy, healthy foods, and eating very little of it, okay? Maybe you think of doing a lot of cardio, right? Maybe you think of not eating your favorite foods. So whatever it is that you think of when you hear the word dieting and when you think of your weight loss goal, today we are going to scratch that and we are going to challenge that. And I am going to educate you on why it is that you need to make sure that you are eating enough food even when you are on a weight loss goal. So we are going to take away that old dieting mentality, that old fitspo inspiration type of mentality that we've all been told that we need to do in order to lose weight, and we are going to scratch that, okay? So when we think of dieting, right, what is it that you think of? And now, what I want you to sit here and think of is even though you are on a weight loss goal and you want to improve your body for whatever reason that accompanies your why behind your weight loss goal, okay? Even though you have this weight loss goal and this body composition goal, what are your non-negotiables? So your non-negotiables are things within your life that you do not want to have to give up just because you want to lose weight. So they are things that are really, really important to you. Things that you cannot imagine your life without. So maybe you have been on a weight loss goal and you've sacrificed your non-negotiables before and you know how it feels to have to go to your mom's house on a Sunday for dinner and tell her that you can't eat the meal that she just made you or that you can't eat the birthday cake that your dad made you, your favorite cake in the entire world just because you're on a weight loss goal or you can't go out on a date night with your husband because there's nothing on the menu that you can eat. So I want you to sit there and think of that from both perspectives. And if that has been you, understand that I've been there too. And after a while, I learned that I didn't want to have to give up those things anymore. And it didn't make me less of a person and less of a woman and less of a coach, right? What it allowed me to be is educated, empowered, and driven by my choices and things that are going to allow me to feel my best, to be my best. So sit here and think about what are your non-negotiables? For me, my non-negotiables 
on my current weight loss goal that I shared with you guys on my Instagram last week is that my current non-negotiables is I will not sacrifice Sunday dinners with my family in order to continue my weight loss goal. And it took me a lot of time to learn why it's okay for me to not sacrifice my non-negotiables. So I'm not going to sit here and even though I do have this big weight loss goal and I want to push myself in the gym and I want to feel more than just comfortable with my body like I do right now, right? I am not going to sacrifice those memorable dinners with my mom, with my dad, with my husband, with my brothers, with my sister, with my sister-in-laws, with my brother-in-laws, with my nephew and my niece. I am not going to sacrifice those memories and restrict myself from fully being present in those memories just because I am on a weight loss goal. And you don't have to sacrifice those things either. And I am going to teach you how and why you don't have to sacrifice those things. So this is an episode that's going to turn on some light bulbs for you and it might make you a little uncomfortable to think about or to talk about. But on that other side of you being uncomfortable, like I always say, is growth and is the woman that you really want to be. Okay, so let's dive into today's episode. I'm so excited that you are tuning in. And if you resonate with this podcast episode on any level and it turns on those light bulbs for you, it would mean the absolute world to me for you to share this podcast on your Instagram story and tag me and write about what you took away from this podcast episode. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it with someone who you might think benefit from it. Okay? So that we can all be in this together. So that we can all thrive. So that we can be strong, empowered, well-fed women rather than what society tells us we have to do in order to this is the lift nourish thrive podcast i'm your host julia feliciano a health and fitness coach and entrepreneur whose passion to help you train and diet intelligently stemmed from my own eating disorder triggered by myths in the health and fitness industry you know things like don't eat past 7 p.m carbs make you fat and you must slave away on an elliptical machine seven days a week to lose weight. Here, I debunk fitness and nutrition myths with both brains and sass so that you can finally lose weight and keep it off so that you can optimize your time in the gym and not have to worry if what you're doing is going to help you reach your goals or not so that you can stop spending seven days a week in the gym and wasting your time with your weight loss efforts so that you can finally find balance in the gym and stop freaking out if your chicken is fried or grilled so that you can finally have the confidence in your life to be the woman that you want to be. Now, let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everybody? So, like I said, today we are going to talk about why you do not need to suffer from your diet 
if you have a weight loss goal, okay? So we're going to start off by saying that the fitness industry has long glorified eating clean, quote-unquote eating clean, and I cannot stand that expression. (laughs) I used to say it all the time, but now I cannot stand it, okay? So it makes it seem like the only way you are going to lose weight is by eating maybe chicken and broccoli and rice six times per day, every day, okay? It also makes it seem like this is totally normal and that it's okay for you to bring Tupperware of your meals with you to restaurants, to social events, right? And it makes it feel like it's okay because you're on a weight loss goal to say no to foods that you really enjoy, okay? So it makes it seem that if you're not suffering from your diet, right, then you're doing it wrong. And that means that you're just not dedicated enough. And this took me a long time to feel and to realize that, and maybe you're in this situation too, but have you ever felt like if people know that you want to lose weight, okay, and if they see you eat certain foods that aren't quote-unquote labeled healthy, that they're going to view you as just not dedicated enough and not fit enough and not, you know, who you really want to be? Have you ever felt that way and felt like people were going to judge you because of the fact that you decided to have the cake, right? Or the pizza or whatever? That used to be me. And I would keep my mouth shut about this for so long until I realized that you do not have to sacrifice your favorite foods in order to lose weight, okay? So there's this underlying belief that with so many diets that you have to eliminate entire food groups, right? So you're familiar with this, guys. Think about cutting out all carbs, slashing your calories, eating loads of butter. Whatever diet that you have seen, right, it makes it seem like you have to eliminate entire food groups, okay? So maybe you've tried a certain diet that makes you eliminate certain food groups or makes you eat in a certain way. And if you don't eat in that certain way, then you automatically feel like a failure, okay? So maybe you've tried those diets and maybe they've worked for you and maybe you saw a little bit of weight loss from it. But what started to happen over time, the more you tried to force yourself into that little diet bubble, most likely you're sitting there after this diet attempt and maybe you gained the weight back and maybe you're feeling worse about yourself and your body after this weight regain. And I see this so, so often with so many women that come to me for coaching and so many women that apply to my Lift, Nourish, and Thrive coaching program. I see this every single day is either women try to force themselves into a certain diet, into a certain juice cleanse, right? Just to fail at it 
because it's not sustainable, because it, you know, it wasn't doing anything for them, because they got freaking hungry, okay? I see women also eating very, very little amounts of food because that's what diet culture and the fitness industry tells us that we need to do. Little client case study here. I recently had a client come to me and she was so upset over the fact that she stopped losing weight and she had given up, but she was at her last straw and she really felt connected to me and my coaching and how I help women. So as we started to onboard her into my program, I do this kind of diet audit and this nutrition audit with all new clients that come to me. And she was explaining to me that for the last three weeks, she was trying to follow this quote-unquote program that allowed her to have this diet reset. And this diet reset, you know what it was? It had her eating six apples per day, six ounces of grilled chicken, maybe four or six eggs, I don't remember the exact amount, and one cup of black coffee. So you may hear that and you're like, oh wow, like she's eating really healthy food. Or if you're like me, you hear that and the blinkers start going off in your head and the flashing lights. So when I determined how many calories that actually was, that she was currently maintaining her body weight at, everyone, it was only a thousand calories per day or like close to only 1100 calories per day. So when you stop losing weight, right, at a certain calorie amount, it's your body's way of protecting itself. It's your body's way of saying, stop, feed me, give me energy, give me food, okay? And that is why she stopped losing weight. And we have to actually spend some considerable amount of time right now overall increasing her calories to get her back into a healthier state metabolically before reintroducing a weight loss and a fat loss phase. Okay, so this is the harmful effects of not knowing how many calories per day you're eating. This is the harmful effects of diet culture telling us that we have to eat so little in order to lose weight and that we have to sacrifice foods that we actually really enjoy just to lose weight. Okay, so hopefully that was a bit eye-opening for you. I see that way too often and that is why I do what I do and that is why my coaching is what it is because you do not have to sacrifice those things, okay? So I want you to imagine this for a second. What if you actually don't need to suffer while you're dieting? What if you could feel more mentally clear and not focused so much on food while you're dieting? What if you didn't need to skip out on social events involving food? What if you could eat your favorite foods, even if they aren't exactly quote-unquote healthy? What if you could still see the physical results that you want without depriving yourself of happiness. It's 100% possible to follow a diet that helps you achieve your fitness goals while keeping your mental sanity and allowing you to feel like your absolute best self. Okay? And this diet is called flexible dieting. And flexible dieting 
saved my life, everybody. You've all heard about my struggles with an eating disorder and my body image. Okay, those issues that I had were so deep-rooted that it started to affect my health, right? My long-term health. It started to affect my mental energy and my clarity. But you know what it also started to affect? It started to affect my relationships with other people. Okay? Enter summer of 2015. I will never forget this. I went for lunch with my mom at Uncle Giuseppe's, which is an Italian marketplace on Long Island, and it has the most delicious food that you can think of when you think of Italian food, okay? And I remember going into there and going towards the salad bar, and they didn't have grilled chicken. They only had fried chicken. And I threw my hands up in the air because I was also really cranky at this point because I was eating so little, And I threw my hands up in the air and I said, I can't eat anything here, Ma. We can't eat here. And she was so upset because I started a fight in the middle of this store. And she said to me, can't you just have a slice of pizza? A slice of pizza won't kill you. But in my eyes at that time, because I was dieting so rigidly, it would have killed me. I couldn't have imagined having a slice of pizza without possibly thinking that I was going to gain 50 pounds and all of my weight loss attempts would be sabotaged. And I'll never forget that. And I don't remember if I ended up eating the pizza or not or what we ended up doing. But I remember seeing how upset she was. And I remember feeling like shit because I ruined the day. And something I also remember from this day is going into the parking lot, okay, afterwards, and I had a a cake pop. I wanted something sweet, and I allowed myself to have a cake pop for whatever reason, okay? Um, And I remember I accidentally dropped the cake pop in a puddle. I really genuinely dropped it, okay? And I remember my mom looking at me and asking me and saying, did you do that on purpose? And I said to her, no, I really didn't. And I was actually genuinely upset that I dropped the cake pop. Because in that moment, I was allowing myself to have that little quote-unquote cheat. You know? And looking back, if the structure of your diet is causing you to have to sacrifice your relationships with other people, then it is not a diet that you want to do. And if you value your relationships with other people and the time with your family and the memories that you're going to make, if you value those things, but then you are so wrapped up in what you can't eat, or what you can eat at dinner, at a party, then you're doing it wrong. Okay, flat out, you were doing it wrong. You were dieting in the wrong type of way. Okay, so I want you to sit here and I want you to think about what if you could mentally be so much more clear while trying to lose weight and so not focused on the food, okay? And this is where flexible dieting comes in, okay? So in short, flexible dieting allows you to eat whatever foods that you want, okay? As long as you meet your nutritional 
and caloric goals. Okay, enter that mic drop. What? How is that possible? I've been told I can't eat sugar. I've been told I can't eat bread, pastas. I can't do this. I can't do that. Right? So within flexible dieting, there are no food restrictions. There are no labels placed upon foods like being good or bad. You simply eat the foods that you want to eat. Okay? So if you want to have a big, nutritious chicken salad with lots of vegetables for lunch because you want that, then have that. If you want to go have a slice of pizza with your husband on a Friday night, you can have that, okay? So flexible dieting allows you to enjoy all of the foods that you actually like. It's a sustainable approach to nutrition, okay? And allows you to eat an array of different foods without limiting your food choices, okay? So a typical day of flexible dieting for me right now within my journey looks like this. Typically for breakfast, I have a veggie-filled egg white and egg omelet with two slices of of toast and some sunflower butter on top and a fruit on the side. Okay, and then maybe for lunch, I have a big chicken salad with lots of vegetables, with lots of quote-unquote healthy foods that I know are internally allowing my body to function at its highest level possible and allow me to nourish my body with vitamins and minerals. Okay, and then maybe before dinner, I want a snack. Okay, maybe I'm feeling a little hungry again. So that might look something like uh, a Greek yogurt or a cheese stick with that Greek yogurt with a side of fruit, right? With maybe some almonds or some rice cakes, like whatever it may be. Okay, and then maybe after that, I want something sweet. So I'm going to have two cookies or three cookies. Then after that, my husband's going to come home for dinner And maybe we want to go out for pizza and I'm going to have a slice of pizza, okay? Or maybe we're going to go out to dinner and I don't really want pizza and I want something that is going to just, you know, something else that I might want. So maybe I'll get soup. Maybe I will get a some type of grilled chicken dish or a a meat dish, right? And then we come home. And maybe we want something sweet. We love our sweets in the Feliciano household. Okay? So maybe I'm going to have a scoop of ice cream while we curl up and watch a movie together. That is what flexible dieting is. And you can see that the majority of my day was filled with quote-unquote healthy, nutritious, protein-packed foods. Foods that are going to allow me to feel full and energized and allow me to have all of the benefits that healthy foods give us, right? But it also allows that flexibility to honor what I also really want in that moment, which might mean a slice of pizza, which might mean two cookies or a scoop of ice cream. Now, you might be sitting here and wondering, like, Julia, how can you eat those things on a weight loss goal and not feel like you're going to gain weight? I've been told that I have to eliminate ice cream and that I have to eliminate pizza, okay? So in order 
for you to start having that balance and that relationship with food that allows you to have that type of freedom, okay, you need to understand that how your body uses food for energy is not what you necessarily think, okay? So our body only recognizes the macronutrient and the micronutrient vitamins and minerals and the breakdown of food. That's what it only recognizes. So how would our body know if you ate that ice cream? It doesn't, okay? It recognizes the macronutrients and the micronutrients of that ice cream, and it uses the calories as energy. But this is where it's important for you to understand. Of course, certain foods supply more nutritional value than other foods, okay? So if you are on a weight loss goal, okay, It's important for you to also understand that just because you are on a weight loss goal, right, that you still need to make sure that you are eating enough of your individual calorie and macronutrient intake because everyone requires a certain amount of calories per day just to survive upon, okay? So in order for you to understand how to start incorporating more foods within your life that you actually enjoy even when you're on a weight loss goal is you need to understand this. You have to understand how many calories your body needs to either lose weight, maintain weight, or gain weight. And this is where I come in to help you determine what that is. You also need to have an understanding of how many grams of protein, carbohydrate, and fat your body needs daily because everybody has a different amount given upon a lot of different factors. Your macronutrients make up your total daily calorie intake, okay? So you have to have that understanding of how many calories your body needs, right, to maintain your current body weight. And you can do this by keeping track of your weight throughout the week while keeping track of your daily calorie intake for one week, okay? And then averaging out that total amount. That's what's going to allow you to learn, okay, this is where my body is hanging out. This is where my body is chilling. And then from there, you can determine what your goal is. So is your goal weight loss? Is your goal just to maintain your energy and your body weight? In order for you to lose weight, you have to be in a calorie deficit. So you have to be, you have to make sure that you are eating less and moving a bit more in order to see that calorie deficit happen, okay? But something I want you to take away The most important thing I want you to take away from flexible dieting is, yes, you can learn how to balance all of these things out. But something I want you to take away is once you have all of this figured out, you know, like your calories and your macros, once you have this figured out, this does not mean that you can fill up your calories and your macros all day worth of foods that are not going to make you feel very good right? If you eat in excess, so pizza, junk foods, things like that, right? I guarantee that if you only fill up your macros with 
junk food all day long, okay, you are going to feel like crap (laughs) physically because those foods, yes, they don't provide a lot of nutritional value, but they taste really good and they might make you happy and that's okay, okay? So I'm encouraging you for 80% of your day, right, eating foods that are going to help keep you full, that are going to help you build muscle, that are going to give you the internal nutritional benefits of eating vegetables and fruits, okay? While that that other 20%, you are eating foods that you actually enjoy and you can insert whatever food it is that you like. And I promise you, when you start to do this, when you've struggled with calorie restriction and binging on certain foods, right? The, the effects that we have when we start to really severe, severely restrict our calories, right? You're not going to binge anymore. Those cookies in your closet, they're going to stay there for a while because you no longer feel the need to eat them all in one sitting because you can, you can know at the end of the day that you can have them whenever you want. Okay, so food starts to have this effect on you where it doesn't have to feel so enticing and it doesn't have to feel like you have to eat it all in one sitting or, you know, you're never going to have it again. So you start to see this transformation happen and this is how flexible dieting really, really helped me recover from my eating disorder because when I started to incorporate foods that I really liked and for the first thing this was for me was cookies because I really really used to binge on on Oreos when I started to learn that I can have two or three Oreos a day within my calorie intake and that it wasn't going to sabotage my weight loss goals I was not binging anymore I didn't feel the need to restrict my calories anymore and I just started to be able to focus more on important things in my life that I had going on at the time, right? But I also started to actually really start seeing my weight loss actually happen because I started to also learn what my body actually needed to lose weight. It wasn't just about slashing calories and thinking that that's what I had to do, okay? So... That is why flexible dieting works, because diets typically fail because they are not realistic to maintain for the long term. Do you really ever think that you're never going to eat sugar ever again in your life? Do you really feel like you're always going to not eat cake at a birthday party ever again? Okay, do you really think you're never going to eat bread again? Okay, Do you really think that you're going to eat clean every single day, right? Probably not, because after a while, you're going to get those cravings, and you're not going to feel satisfied from the chicken and the rice and the broccoli and the quote-unquote healthy food, okay? At some points in your life, you are going to have to quote-unquote indulge, Okay, and you can't just restrict certain foods or food groups out of your life for good because that's just not realistic. So flexible dieting allows you to live your life while achieving your fitness and health-related goals and there's no restriction and there's no guilt and there's no shame and there's no regret for not eating something truly delicious and memorable. 
Because I promise you, in three years, you're not going to remember and you're not going to think that you gained all of this weight because of one incident in your life when you decided to have your mom's pasta on a Sunday dinner, (laughs) right? That's not going to be your end-all be-all to your possible weight gain and why it is that you're not losing weight. So that's just the reality there. Okay, so something I want you to take away from this podcast episode. First, understand that you have to have an understanding of how many calories per day you are eating in order to maintain your current weight and then what you actually need to be eating in order to lose weight, okay? And that is where I come in to help you and coach you and educate you, okay? And I also want you to take away That just because you are on a diet does not mean that you have to eliminate things that you enjoy and foods that you enjoy and memories that make you really happy. Okay? Be an adult. (laughs) Fill your day up with wholesome, nutritious foods that are going to give you energy and that are going to make you feel your best. But also leave space for things in your day-to-day life that you know that you can't live without and that you like, okay? I'm so passionate about this topic because, like I said, I can't tell you how many times I see women eating so little calories, okay? Because they think they need to do that in order to lose weight. And I can't tell you how many times I've struggled and I've seen women struggle with thinking that if they have to lose weight or if they want to lose weight, right, that they can't do that because they just love food, right? And I just love food, so I just can't lose weight. We all love food. I love food. My whole mood changes when I go from being hungry to fed. You can ask my husband. I love you, babe. (laughs) Because he knows that, like, on a deep level, okay? So... I can't tell you how many times women will say, you know, I I can't lose weight because I love food. You can love food and you can still achieve your weight loss goals and you can make that commitment to yourself and you can achieve what you actually really want. But you have to be smart about it and you have to be well-educated. And this is where people get overwhelmed. They're like counting calories, counting my macros, isn't that obsessive, right? That you People think that's obsessive, but they don't think it's obsessive to say no to going out with their friends or they don't think it's obsessive to eat just grilled chicken every single day, all day, right? So wouldn't you rather temporarily teach yourself, teach yourself something or have a coach teach you something Right, the tool of learning how to count your calories and learning how to calculate your macros. Wouldn't you want that temporary tool for a month, maybe two months, so that you can then have that tool in your back pocket for the rest of your life? And just like with anything, when you first start doing something, you're going to be confused. You might make a mistake, but that's life. And what happens after that is you becoming more educated and you have to buck up and you have to put in a little extra work 
so that you don't keep running around in circles in regards to why you're not losing weight. So you just keep doing what you're doing over and over and over again of really restricting your calories just so that you're in the same place a year from now and just so that you can feel like your weight loss goal is your forever goal. So I'm going to be honest, buck up. You got to put the work in. You have to teach yourself this because this is going to really help you be more educated. It's going to teach you what your body actually needs. And when you can honor what your body actually needs, especially with your nutrition, you're going to watch it transform your life in so many other ways. You're going to have more energy during your work day. You're going to maybe have more patience with your husband or your kids. You're going to actually want to go to the gym because you're going to have more physical energy because you're actually feeding yourself. Okay? You're going to recover from your workouts because now you're eating enough food. And you're actually going to start losing weight. And you're actually going to start building muscle. Okay? And getting toned. Which, little fun fact, everybody. Quick little educational component here. Toning is building muscle. I'm not sure if I've said this before in a podcast episode, but if I have, we're going to reiterate it again. When you use the word toning, toning is building muscle. There's no such thing as toning, okay? Because in order for you to look like you have muscles, you have to build muscle, okay? And that's going to come with being well-fed, not slaving away on a cardio machine, not eating very little foods, So, yeah, I wanted to point that out one last time. Um, So if you are going to start incorporating these things, be ready because your entire life is going to start transforming in front of your very eyes. And I know that it's scary and that it might feel overwhelming, right? But I want you to practice this. I want you to fill your day with lots of nutritious foods for a week. And then within that week, I also want you to start incorporating foods that might scare you a little bit and might make you think that you're going to gain weight if you have a serving size of it. It doesn't mean that you're going balls to the wall and eating the entire cake or the entire pie of pizza, right? It means that you're allowing yourself a slice. It means that you're allowing yourself maybe even two slices and some cookies, All right, eat the damn cookie. (laughs) It means that you are going to be educated. And more importantly, it means that you don't have to run around in this diet restriction circle anymore. But you have to put in the work and you have to be open-minded about it. Because there's a reason why this approach to nutrition works. And there's a reason so many of my clients are not binging on food anymore, are actually reaching their weight loss goals, right? Are actually seeing the progress that they want with themselves physically. There's a reason why this approach works. And if you haven't tried it, I strongly encourage you to try it. And if you have any questions in regards to going about figuring out what your body actually needs for your weight loss goal, how many calories you need to be eating, this is where I come in to help you. 
Okay, so within Lift, Nourish, and Thrive, I help women learn this. And if you're so stuck and you're like, I want to actually feed my body and I actually want to feel strong and I actually want to start losing weight, okay, on November 18th, we are opening the doors for my next round of Lift, Nourish, and Thrive. And within the show notes of this podcast episode, you can find the application to book a call with me so that we can go over more in detail what the program entails and so that I can learn more about what you are struggling with, okay? And more importantly, so that you don't have to struggle with this stuff anymore, okay? So you can fill out that coaching application to work with me. And if you have any questions at all in regards to what we talked about in this podcast episode today, okay, you can DM me on Instagram at Julia with two underscores Feliciano. You can also head to juliafeliciano.com to fill out that one-on-one coaching application for my Lyft nourish and thrive movement and it is the movement that is changing the lives of women everywhere right now okay it is the movement that is going to take you from feeling stuck in your fitness goal to finally achieving your fitness goal it is the movement that will change your life in so many different ways okay so thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode remember november 18th is that deadline so act on it today if you want to be a part of this next round of this powerful strong well-fed badass tribe of women that i've created okay and if this podcast resonated with you you can screenshot it and tag me in it on instagram because i would love to see what you learned from this podcast episode So thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you were able to learn something. I know I loved talking about this stuff. And I will see you guys in the next episode.